Welcome back to another episode of Force for Growth. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. Hello, and thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to be discussing, do you really want it? So let's get started. Do you really want it? <laughs> do you really want it? Do you really want it? I'm so excited I got a Ricky Martin impersonation. That makes my day. <laughs> it's a valid question, though, Courtney. It's a super valid question. Do you really want it? Yes. And especially when we do jazz hands with it. Um, yeah. And one that needs to be asked often because sometimes our choices change. And we just need to we need to figure it out. We don't need to do this lag time where you're just sitting in thinking that you want it like you originally did. You need to make a decision. Yes. Are you going to do it or are you going to not? Let's dive in into a real life example, Courtney. What's one thing for you <sighs> yes. that fits under this category? My YouTube channel. So Ooh. yeah, streamlining just my activity on my YouTube channel. And at, I think at this rate, I'll post like something once every six months or a year. But the point I want to highlight is a year ago, I made a vow to myself that I would put a video up every week, no matter what, get better every week, you know, learn as I go, but just put content out consistently once a week. That's not that hard, right? Here we are. I could put one video, one video up. And so I'm having to really ask myself, hey, do you really want this? Because I need to build it into my schedule. And and I do. I do. So so then why don't you do it, Courtney? If you really want it, why don't you do it? Because I'm not looking at it for the same reasons that I originally wanted to start it. So right now, it's I, because I made that vow to myself, that eats me alive when it goes by week by week. And I'm like, oh, you haven't posted anything. You haven't even thought about filming, like nothing. And so that's a meaning I'm putting on it. So I'm bringing stress into my life by holding that still so close without having that honest talk with myself about like, hey, is this a priority? Is this a now thing? Or is this a later thing? Is this something, maybe just one video a month, you know? And so that's actually what I'm doing is kind of chunking it down and making it seem more simple in my head, instead of more hard in my head, which is how I've been going about it. I've been making it this huge monster. And it's not and it's not but I do want it. So I'm going to keep it simple. And how I'm going to approach that is do a video, honestly, talking about this and say, okay, reset button. We are doing this all over again and go from there. So here's the thing. I think that at some point you have to make this a do or die goal, a do or die project. And I got this from Mr. Brendan Bouchard. He's the one that talked about it before. How many goals do we set that we set the year before that were carried over? And that we carry these goals over year after year after year after year. And he says, that's enough of that. Mm -hmm. You need to make this year the do or die year. Either you execute, you get this goal done this year, or you never bring it up again. Do or die. Add some fire under it. Do or die. Yeah. I loved when you taught me that principle. So, yeah, so I'm taking that because 2020, 2021 will be the year that I become consistent on, you know, just a project that makes me happy. 
That's all that matters. And here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with the do or die. You mentioned very specifically that it stresses you out, that you feel bad for not doing what you said you were going to do. Yes. If you make it a do or die and drop it, there goes that stress. That goes away. There goes that stress. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, and see, okay, to highlight where I'm at with it, because it's a very relaxed area that I get in where I remind myself like, Hey, I made these rules up. I can also break them. Right. I have other higher priorities that are taking precedence and a lot more work than I thought. So, you know, it's just taken over my year to put it blankly, but there's some truth in recognizing that you're the one that set those expectations on yourself. So sometimes you need to lighten up. And then there's other times where you lighten up on yourself and you get in this relaxed zone where you don't do anything for a year or more. There are people talking about their goal five, 10 years down the road, and they still have not None. taken one minute Zip. step forward to create the business they want. You know, so I'm it's you just have to draw a line. You have to create the boundary yourself. And I love how Brendan talks about it because it really does. It's like, okay, well, if you add a deadline to it and you don't do it, you're free from it. Like be honest with yourself. Are you really being honest with yourself if you're not doing it? So that's and just because you drop it for now doesn't mean you can't it. pick it up at another time. You can always pick it up in six months, next right. year, two years from now. Just because you do or die doesn't mm -hmm. mean you you have to drop so, it forever and ever and ever. You can still pick it up in a reasonable amount of time. Not in one week, not in one month, but just in a longer extended period and not feel guilty yeah. about it. Or if you never pick it up again, that's okay too. And either Correct. way, the stress dissipates, you know. So, Ricardo, what is a do or die situation that you learned a lot from, so you can go positive or negative. Oh, man. I was thinking about this, and I think that I just do stuff to do stuff because it sounds fun, <laughs> and I sometimes don't really want it, but once I get into the thick of it, then it's like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. This is actually pretty cool. This is all right, mm -hmm. you know? And, man, let me think about one of many of those situations. Um, okay, buying a house. I I used to be a bachelor apartment. In other words, I just mm -hmm. lived in an apartment forever and ever and ever. And I never really saw myself in a house. And I was very hesitant when we got a little dog. And that was really one of the main reasons that I got the house was because I just wanted to be able to open up the back door and let the dog out to go take care of her business. Right. And um, I didn't really want a house. I was scared. I thought it was going to be a lot of responsibility, a lot of keep up, a lot of maintenance. And um, then I got it. And I was like, ooh, I can never go back to an apartment now. But I didn't really want it. Right? <laughs> I didn't really want a house. Mm. I was even like to the day that we signed, yeah. I was so hesitant. I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I really want this. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, what kind of, so how quickly, was it immediately that you knew you're happy you did it or did that happen over time? Over time, over the course of one year, mm -hmm. by the first year I was, I settled in. I was like, man, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually all right. You've got a beautiful house for your dog. <laughs> you know, but I mean, but it took some time. It took some time, right? I had to kind of 
not just dip my toe in the pool. This is a good example of just jumping in on the deep end, right? And going for it and giving it a try and seeing it what yeah, seeing it what happens. But if you don't know if you really want it, if you don't know if you want to do it at all, I suggest just trying it. Mm-hmm. Just trying it. Given your example of the YouTube channel, if you post once a week for a month, maybe at the end of that month, you might be like, eh, yeah, I think I'm good. I don't know because I haven't followed a legitimate schedule. <laughs> I might right? hate it. You might hate it. <laughs> you might hate it. You know, uh, another one was actually this podcast, mm-hmm. this podcast. Like when we first started about a year ago, we were just doing it for quarantine because we were locked down at the house. Yeah. And it never really occurred to me to post it on the audio channels, right? The the iTunes and the Google Play, Amazon, and all these other places where we're at. And it took, what, we started in March, April, May, three months mm-hmm. before I posted the first episode on the audio of the audio version. Yeah. which would, So three months. What's funny is we started this project as a, hey, let's just wing it. And... But we ended up having to have real conversations with each other, with people we work with that being like, hey, so where are you personally at on this scale? Do you want this? Do you want to be a part of this project? What do you envision for it? And we really had to have some real conversations about it involving other people's priorities, too, you know, and it it worked out the way it should and, you know, charge forward. Right. But you got to you got to want it. You got to want it. But it, you got to keep asking it a well, often if you're not being consistent on things, yeah. Correct. And at some point, this did turn from like, eh, you know, it took about a good three months before I was like, okay, we're going to post on the podcast, on the audio version, and we're going to record three times a week. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. And that started June 1st. And it took three months to get to that moment in June. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think in June was when I was like, yes, I really do want it. I'm really committed to making this happen. I'm really committed to producing these episodes. And not just producing, but... In initiating Kanai, constant and never-ending improvement. We're going to improve this. We're going to improve that. We're going to tweak tweak this. We're going to tweak that. And we're really going to dial it in and just improve everything that we can about the podcast. Mm. You know what I'm hearing? An observation. You didn't rely on motivation to get you started, and you built actual solid momentum. Hmm. Interesting mm. how that formula works, huh? My theory on that, by the way, is that mo motivation's not step one. You can't wait for motivation to hit step. Sometimes it does. Motivation likes to show up to the party. So if you're having a good time with a friend talking about a goal, motivation will come. But the next morning when you go to wake up, you know, you're not at the party anymore. Motivation ain't showing up yet. So you have to build momentum. You have to push through that wall and push through that excuse loop and just get it done. And then motivation will come, you know, and the example I always like throw out is, have you ever had a workout you hated afterwards? No, you built momentum. You were thankful that you at least got up and did the workout, you know? So many things are like that. So stop relying on motivation, but down the line, like the very question that we titled this show, you know, it's, do you You really really want want it it or not? (laughs) And if your changes, it's okay. But like, it's all about you being authentically you. Cause if you're still giving all this weight and all this space and time and thought to something you don't actually want anymore. What are you doing to the things you do want? That's the danger. And I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Make it easy. Like how much easier was is it to just walk upstairs to walk to our spaces that we're recording and hit the record button? Yes. Yeah. 
right? Exactly. You got to make it easy because that's one of the things that I'm learning in the tiny habit method. Um, I'm working on getting tiny habit certified, by the way. Um, (laughs) It's a mix between motivation and ability. And where they cross, it's that point of execution, you know, more or less. So you got to have motivation, either high motivation and low ability, low ability and high motivation or high ability and low motivation. Mm -hmm. And that'll get you going. Yeah. Right. So but the mix is some ability and some motivation. And that's the formula for good to long term success and building habits. Mm -hmm. So the ability of us being able to do this remotely really helps a lot. Yeah. That I'm not like, Courtney, we got to go meet at a studio. We got to go meet in person to record, you know, that type of thing. That even that just makes my head hurt. I'm like, oh, not that we wouldn't have done it because we really want it. But (laughs) it it just would be a lot to pack in. Right. (laughs) That that would have that would have added to the question. Do you really want it yeah. though? Right. That would have added to that. Do you really want it bad enough that you're willing to meet in person to record? Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know. I can't say that <laughs> right? because we didn't go that route, right? <laughs> well, we but, did at one point. I did. I guess I helped you and Grace one day. Um, I got to sit in on, and participate in the original Force for Growth podcast. Yeah, correct. Uber fans and that dig was, and, uh, and find those, but. Uh, we only did it what every few months we'd get together every yes. few months and talk about a ton of subjects and and that was hard it was hard yeah it was hard the ability the 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 difficulty was high mm-hmm. and then the motivation was high yeah right yeah but then the motivation starts to get weaned down a little bit and that ability is still hard so something's got to change mm-hmm. but either way but here we are we're almost Two months away from one yeah. year later of posting three times a week, yes. going live three times a week. It's exciting. And that's a that's a rather significant achievement, if it I do say so myself. It really taught me a lot about like just put put your all into whatever you're working on today, even if you're just winging it, even if you're just seeing what happens, because you don't know what you're building. You know, you don't. like your future's just right now stacked a thousand times. What's something that you really want? Yeah. That you really, really, really want that you're committed to taking action on today. Yeah. And those of you listening, get out that journal and do be as detailed as possible. Be as clear, as concise as uh, well, no, don't I want you to elaborate on this, but be as clear and just to the point with what you want. What do you see when you visualize this? What do you hear? You know, and just really dive deep and visualize that because you're conjuring up energy towards it. And um, an amazing 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. call with Sean Murphy's team this morning that I sat in on. And he's reading Wallace C. Waddle's um, The Science of Getting Rich. And I think it was chapter four we went over today. But oh, my goodness, are there. He talks a lot about, you know, the thought and the form. It's a very scientific chapter on the thought and the form. But if you have the thought, the form for that to be created in the world is already laid out by God. It's already laid out by the universe. So if you're having the thought, the material formulation is already there and possible. And it was just this gigantic concept that it's almost too simple to grasp. But um, that is a book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Or how do we say that backwards? So yeah, uh, an amazing one that I meant. Let's change okay. lanes. Okay, real quick. I want to talk about what happens when you think you want something and it doesn't work out. And what happens when you think you want something and it does work out? Hmm. 
Well, if it doesn't work out, that's feedback. If it does work out, that's feedback. So how are you approaching it in those situations? It is. Uh, So what's an example of something that you got into that you thought you wanted and it didn't work out at all? Uh, the, okay. So when I came to my new job, it was basically for a different position and it went different, a different direction. And, um, it was, I, I'm so grateful that it turned out the, for plan B versus plan A, because it's so much more of what I wanted. It's more on the course of the path of what I was after. Uh, So many details there, but yeah, that's one that literally signed up for a new job intending to do this and end up having to switch that up, which was terrifying. I was brand new at a new agency and getting my feet in the water as an independent. And I mean, it just, it was terrifying, but I had to trust myself. But so in the middle of the whole thing, it was a change of plans. You had to pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. I but already set up the entire year <laughs> and I had to redo is it. it. <laughs> is it fair to say that those wheels would have never been set in motion if you would have never taken that chance and jumped into this job? 200%. Yeah. Okay. I had to get through the test phase. I had to get through the terror barrier phase or the, that was just trying me and my weaknesses. You know, I had to push through and grow through that in order. To so earn. even if you really, so even if you really want it, you take a chance, you take a leap of faith, right? And even things might turn out even better than you thought or different, or a change in direction, but you still have to take that leap of faith and jump in there and put yourself in the situation to make something happen. Exactly. Yeah. Without a leap of faith, typically those big connections aren't made. Those big revelations aren't. You can't sit on the sideline. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Not at all. You can't sit on the sideline. Not You can't sit on the sideline. No, you have to be in the arena. You have to, you, you have to be Okay, another round. Okay, let's go another round. And I wish there was like a better way to say this, but you have to keep at it. Like there's no secret except for, okay, I know it was hard today. Sorry, it brought some tears, but get up tomorrow. Do it again. So let me ask you this. If you you quit the job, you started the new job, you thought that's what you really wanted. You were really in there. This is what I really want. Mm -hmm. I'm going for it. Let's go. If it would have not worked out, what would have been the contingency plan? Well, it was halfway to go back to what I know and go back to a different agency with the same insurance company that I had priorly worked for, go back to my comfort mm-hmm. zone. Okay. Or it was just trust that I trust myself and and trust the agency I joined and things like that. Anyway, just I really had to trust myself. You still had options though. I did. I did. And it that's a good point because in the moment, I was like, what else am I going to do? There's nothing else. Like, da, da, da. there's these one or, you know, A or B, right? And looking back, okay, so like since then, to be very honest, I've had a friend that works in IT and insurance software approach me and say, hey, if you're ever not interested in working in claim sales, underwriting, you name it, all the things I've done, there's a new department where, you know, you could work in the IT Boom. side. And I i mean, it literally opened up a new level in my brain where I was like, I did not even know about that because the agency I'm at now uses a software. And so I'm familiar with it. And anyway, I made that connection. Connections are all around us. You just don't know it yet. And he showed up to a meeting one day in that shirt. And I was like, I, anyway, so it resulted in a meaningful conversation where it, I just know it's a backup. 
I just know it's a backup. And that, um, so yeah, since then, I mean, I might start my own agency. You know, there's just so many possibilities. I'm not saying I want to do that right now. I love the agency I'm with. However, it's all possible. It's all possible. It's like you get to a certain point in the road because you took the leap of faith, because you pushed through, and then suddenly you can see the next few miles of the road. And, you know, maybe they're more exciting than you thought. They're definitely more exciting than the last few miles were. It's a new opportunity. Yeah, that's a good point. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. Yeah, it's a really good opportunity. Yeah. So, first of all, if you really want it, you have to go for it. That's the bottom line. You have mm. to go for it. It's either jumping in on the deep end of the pool or just sticking your toe in there. You have to go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe you really don't want it. Yeah. Like if, if you're not even willing to do anything about it, eh, I would question you. If I was your coach, I would question you and ask you, do you really want it? Is this something you really want to do? Yeah. Because the fact of the matter is that it's been scientific, it's been scientifically proven. Plus, it's common sense that it's a lot easier to do something that you really want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's just all these, like, I don't know, just like journal on what you feel forced to do. And ask yourself, am I forcing myself to do that? Or is that actually legitimately something, you know, I need to do for other people? But like, we're walking around with this laundry list and it's. I'll say this. Done. I'll say this, Courtney. Just because you think you have to jump in at the deep end of the pool and burn your boats. Doesn't mean that you really have to burn your boats to try this endeavor and to see if this is something that you would be interested in. Right. There's always opportunities to dabble in this, to go see if it's a good fit without burning your boats. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are the burn your boats type of person and you know deep in your heart that this is something that you really want to do, I would still suggest <laughs> maybe not burning all the boats. <laughs> yeah. Don't burn all the you bridges know, or all the boats, okay? You have to be metaphor. you got to you have to be strategic about it, right? You have to be strategic about it. You have to be strategic about making these decisions, especially if you have a family, if you have things that you got to take care of, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you can't give it a try. Yeah. Or try it on but like it has, a pair of pants. I remember you yes. used that phrase once. Yeah. And it has to start with asking yourself, do you really want it? And if you do, go for it. If you don't, just lay it, lay the goal down. Lay the project down. It's okay. We give you permission right now, this very second, to put that project down. Yes. If you determine that you don't really want it. And that's okay. Because look what you're freeing up for what you do want. You're freeing up all that time, all that space, all that energy. And even when you jump in on the deep end of the pool, just like Courtney, it might be great. You might end up loving it. Or there might be a pivot in there where you're going to end up in a better place than you thought you were going to be when you went for it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That would be the ultimate. You only know if you just keep growing. Yeah. Just grow, 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 and grow, take grow. the feedback. We're not saying like keep trying something for the next five years, even though, you know, you're not sure. Just what is top on your list? What is on that dream list of yours that you're not doing, you know, if you don't make time for it soon, like your life's going to be gone. So just, do you really want yeah. it? <laughs> make it do or die. We said a meme make that was just Ricardo being like, do you really want it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I should make that and make it a do or die. I think that's the final tip. Yeah. Make it a do or die. If this is something you've been thinking about. If this is something that you've been really working towards and that you want to do, but you haven't done very much towards this, Set a deadline and just say, okay, if I don't start on this goal, this project, this whatever, by this time, it's done. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to put it down and be done with it. Sauce. Yeah. All right. And then you're, you're free. You got, yeah. I'm all fired up now. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Force for Growth. Or should I say the Force for Growth podcast? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I, Let's, let me okay. try it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't like the first one. <laughs> we'll Let see. us know y'all feel or listen. <laughs> yeah. Either way, again, for the third time, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Force for Growth. And remember to be a force for good. Force for growth. And a force for greatness. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.